Hey, Bard listeners. If you live in New York City and love the public library, we need your help. This past fall, our public libraries sustained deep mid-year cuts that forced an end of seven-day service and reduction of our materials and programs. We're now facing more budget cuts for the coming fiscal year. Libraries across the city stand to lose $58.3 million in funding. If these cuts are not reversed, we may have to reduce materials and programming yet again, including further reductions to our days of service. As many as half of all New York City libraries would be open only five days a week. The good news is you can help. Send a letter to city leaders telling them that you support the library. It's easy. It only takes 30 seconds and you can do it now. If you live in Brooklyn, go to BKLYNlibrary.org slash standup, all one word, to fill out the form. If you live in any of the other boroughs, you can send a letter on behalf of Queens Public Library or New York Public Library. Learn how at investinlibraries.org. Thank you so much for your support. back to Borrowed, stories that start at the library. I'm Krissa Corbett-Kavoris. We have been away from your podcast feed for a couple of months, and there have been some changes. Felice Bell, our wonderful co-host in season one, took another incredible job and left the library, so we are sad to see her go, and we miss her. But Borrowed is back, and we are so excited to introduce my fantastic new co-host, Adjua Aduse. Hi, Adjua. Hi. <laughs> so, Adjua, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so, I grew up in New York in the Bronx, shout out. Um, but I've been in Brooklyn and with the Brooklyn Public Library for the last four years as a librarian and supervisor. I work at the Brownsville branch. Mm, such a good branch. It is such a good branch. And uh, why did you become a librarian? Um, well, I've worked in libraries, it seems, most of my adult life. Um, but public librarianship has been really impactful because I have a history in social justice and activism. And so every day I go in and I get to help people find their resources. And sometimes they don't even know what they want, but we help them figure it out. I have another question for you. If you could make a library of things that were not books, what would you put in it? Well, I I sew, um, and I think it would be really cool to have a library of sewing materials. Um, you know, the scissors, the dress forms. It'd be crazy to use your library card to check out a dress form. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's Brooklyn. Who has space for a dress form in their apartment? Exactly. And we should mention that while we don't have dress forms to borrow, uh, we do have a fairly new and pretty amazing lending library of musical instruments. So from Central Library's Art and Music Department, you can check out a guitar. A ukulele. You can even check out drums. I've always wanted to play the guitar, so that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, Adjua, I asked about your library of things idea because to start our new season of Borrowed, we decided to have a little bit of fun. We called around to some library systems across the country and around the world to hear about the strange and wonderful things they have on loan. The number one circulating item in the Berkeley Public Library system is a string trimmer or weed whacker. Dan Baringhelly is the supervising librarian at the Taria Pittman Hall South Branch in Berkeley, California. That branch is home to one of the nation's oldest continually running tool libraries. It's in its 40th year. We have some larger tools like table saws and cement mixers. And we've just started collecting um, smartphone and tablet repair kits as well as bike tools. 
you might be surprised that you can check out a book and a hammer from the same place. But Dan says that having tools at the library makes a lot of sense. Libraries are all about getting people the tools they need to get things done. Uh, Somebody did a demographic survey of us and found that we most accurately reflect the entire spectrum of Berkeley. That last voice is Adam Broner. He's been working at the Tool Library for the past 28 years. Apparently the courage to try something new uh, it is outside of any other demographic. <laughs> and if you're in the Canadian province of New Brunswick and you want to try something new, you might want to visit the Fredericton Public Library. My name's Julia Stewart. I'm the library director at the Fredericton Public Library in Fredericton, New Brunswick. So our weather here in New Brunswick is very similar to Maine. Um, So we have long, cold winters with lots of snow, and getting out and embracing that cold is just really part of the culture, the the fabric here, for sure. So snowshoes were sort of a no-brainer. The library has 37 pairs of snowshoes you can borrow. And you you can run on them. I mean, we get a ton of snow, right? So it makes walking in the woods much more enjoyable than trying to slug through it with your, with your boots on. And if you're looking for another winter activity, but one that doesn't require snow at all, maybe stop by the Bolivar County Library in Cleveland, Mississippi, to talk to Emily Bell, the library's director. I've never heard of another library that offers the Santa suits. And honestly, because this is the first library that I worked at, It never dawned on me that it was a unique collection. That's right. You can get a Santa suit from your local public library in Cleveland, Mississippi. Okay, Santa suits have got to be pretty unique. I have another one for you. This next library is international, and it's been going on for 19 years. And it's an interesting one because the books actually come to the library voluntarily. Uh, Because they realize that they have something to offer uh, and they want to be on our bookshelf. Founder Ronnie Abergal is talking about the Human Library, an organization that connects people to other people. You just show up at a specific location at a specific time and check out a person for 30 minutes. You can ask them whatever you want. Borrow the police officer and ask about police brutality or discrimination. Or, or borrow, borrow a Trump supporter and ask them what they're thinking of. We need to sit down and talk and start somewhere. And the rules are really simple. They're like the rules of the public library, except... In this library, in our library, you don't have to be very quiet. Uh, In fact, you shouldn't be very silent. But other than that, we expect you to bring the book back in the same condition. We expect you to bring it back on time and you can't take it home. It's a pretty fantastic idea. And the Human Library has partnered with communities across the world. Because we know that books can open our minds. But by asking people to be books, the hope is that a conversation can encourage us to be a little bit more open-minded about each other. And the Human Library is coming to Brooklyn, so soon you'll be able to check out a person near you. Adjua and I believe that libraries are amazing no matter where you go. And this season on Borrowed, we're going to celebrate that. And we're going to bring you stories that challenge your idea of the public library and of Brooklyn, too. We've got stories about trash in New York City, finding home at the library, library gardens, sex education, stories about making books count, and stories about counting everyone in the big census. And of course, we'll bring you Brooklyn stories. We'll dive into blocks and block parties in Bed-Stuy, the free black communities in Brooklyn before the Civil War, stories from Crown Heights to Flatbush, and so much more. I'm Adjua Ducey. And I'm Krista Corbett-Kavoris. You're listening to Borrowed, Season 2. You can find us every other Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts.